Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk. My name is Jake Wright, and today we'll discuss refiners' response to COVID-19. Joining me today is Chris Barber, who is the expert analyst on global refining for ESAI Energy. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you for having me. So, Chris, COVID-19 has certainly impacted everybody, but how have refiners responded to recent events? Um, Well, it's been a bit of a wild ride for refiners in recent weeks and months. You know, they've had to deal with an oversupplied crude market and a sharp contraction in petroleum product demand uh, due to the social distancing efforts in many uh, countries to try to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Refiners really sit between these two markets, so, so it's been a particularly tough needle to thread. There continues to be an oversupply of crude oil in the global market, which results from the earlier dispute within OPEC+. Uh, and the resulting sharp decline in prices of crude oil, the primary feedstock for refiners, has created an incentive for refiners to increase throughput and store crude oil despite a weak product market. And at the same time, the speed and size of the lockdowns resulting from uh, the spread of COVID-19 that have taken place in many countries around the world, you know, have undermined petroleum product demand at a pace and scale that has been a little overwhelming and a little unprecedented. Um, and the result, uh, you know, has been a sharp increase in petroleum product stocks as refiners haven't been able to cut throughput fast enough. You know, refiners are trying to find that delicate balance between low crude prices, product demand, and rising product stocks. But with the amount of uncertainty in the market and all the things changing at once, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very difficult environment for operating the refineries. But is that a sustainable situation? I mean, how long can they continue to build stocks? Uh, at the pace they've been building stocks, it, it really isn't sustainable. Um, in some important regions, we're already seeing gasoline stocks approaching all-time highs. As they begin to reach these types of levels, storage becomes more expensive and the pressure to reduce throughput increases significantly. In recent weekly data and according to uh, company announcements, and just anecdotal accounts, you know, refiners have begun to aggressively cut throughput in response to higher product stocks uh, and the bleak near-term outlook for oil demand. So are some refiners more vulnerable than others? Uh, refiners that have much higher yields of gasoline and, and jet fuel are under the greatest pressure. Uh, both of these fuels have been disproportionately impacted by the sharp reduction in, in mobility around the world. For instance, East Coast refiners in particular have been under significant pressure. Uh, The U.S. East Coast is a very large gasoline demand market that has been hit particularly hard by the lockdown efforts. Due to typical market demand in the region, East Coast refiners are configured to produce a lot of gasoline. Uh, They have very high gasoline yields. With gasoline demand and prices disproportionately affected by the current lockdowns, margins for these gasoline-focused refiners have fallen farther than for some of their counterparts. To add to the pressure, uh, East Coast refiners as a group also have higher jet fuel yields. Uh, fuel wear demand has been hit even harder. West Coast refiners, uh, you know, they're also in a similar situation relying heavily on gasoline and jet fuel for profitability. Uh, and along those lines, as we expected, weekly data for early April is already showing high gasoline inventories and significant reductions in crude throughput by both Pad 1 and Pad 5 refiners. Thanks, Chris. It definitely is a challenging time for everyone. With that in mind, what will any recovery look like? Uh, well, the timing and size of the recovery in petroleum product demand remains uh, you know, significantly uncertain. 
the massive product stock build in Q2 will delay any recovery, I think, in refining margins and refinery throughput uh, when demand does finally begin to recover. Product markets uh, will have to draw down the massive Q2 stocks before refiners uh, will need to increase operating rates. At the same time, overall product demand is expected to remain well below 2019 levels. So spare distillation capacity in the refining sector will remain high in 2020. This spare capacity keeps overall utilization rates low, which is typically a very bearish situation for product prices and margins. Meanwhile, we should see crude supplies tighten a little as oil producers are expected to significantly reduce output. At the margin, this should begin to increase feedstock costs. All of these factors, when you, when you start to take them together, will contribute to a slower recovery in refinery throughput and margins, uh, even as demand recovers. Uh, the initial delayed reaction by refiners in, in recent weeks uh, will result in further cuts in the near term. We expect that refiners will continue to reduce throughput and keep utilization rates extremely low in April and even lower in May. Our current forecast has global throughput averaging less than 65 million barrels a day in the second quarter, a decline of nearly 13 million barrels a day from the first quarter and more than 16 million barrels a day year on year. We expect throughput to fall as low as 63 million barrels a day globally in May. Uh, and if cuts in the coming weeks aren't as aggressive as they need to be, we believe it could delay any recovery even farther into 2020, even if demand begins to recover toward the end of May. Thank you, Chris. It seems like there are a lot of factors that contribute to a possible recovery, and we certainly appreciate you shedding some light on the matter. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy.